Well, hello, this is Sita. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the immense benefits of having a dog. Uh, I know many of you are out there who are pet lovers. So uh, this story is uh, about my dog and about how he changed me, changed the way I live, changed, just changed who I am. And he is definitely the greatest present I have ever received. Yes, I got him as a present. So this is how the story goes. Back in the old days, about eight years ago, I think, I still lived in Tel Aviv and I had a roof apartment. So right next door to the roof, there was a, a, a roof next door. And one day I walk up to the roof and there was a Cocker Spaniel puppy kind of trying to climb up. And I was like, oh my God, what is this sweet little thing? You know, Cocker Spaniels, they are like amazing. And he was still a puppy like six months or maybe eight months. I was in love. And um, the owner was an American guy. Um, and we became really good friends because of the dog. So the dog started to spend quite a lot of time in my place because the roofs were, you know, right next door to each other. There was a, a, a very small wall, maybe like 70 or 80 centimeters high wall that was like separating it, the, separating the roofs. And uh, he just kept coming over and I really loved it. And even after, uh, I think a year later, the owner moved away. And I was so attached to that dog that once a week I kept on going to his new place. I had a key. I went to his new place and I took the dog. His name was Franklin. I took Franklin for a fun day. He knew my place. He knew me very well. Oh, and we were going everywhere. We went to the beach and we were running and we were playing and I had the time of my life. And of course, there were sleepovers. And when the owner went abroad, the dog stayed with me. Until one day, it was about at least a year, maybe even more than a year that this was like our regular schedule. Once a week, I went to pick up Franklin and we had a fun day and it was amazing. And I was getting very attached very attached to this dog. I loved him. I really loved him. I had a dog when I was in my maybe junior high years, uh, a German Shepherd. Uh, but that since then, I didn't have a dog. So for me, this was like an amazing experience. I was already, I think, 42. So um, I realized that I'm that I am I am not going to have children. I also understood that I really don't want to have children. And this is where this whole story with the dog comes in. So um, at some point, a, f a few years later, uh, we, had a, we had a fallout, me and the owner of Franklin. I was kind of offended by something he did. Uh, and I said, and I also realized that I am too emotionally attached to a dog which is not mine. And, and it's not doing me good. Because I would, I really enjoyed every minute of having him and having a dog in the house. And he was just all love and cuddles and, ah, floppy ears. Yeah, <laughs> he was just amazing. So I decided that it's, I, have to, I have to cut this 
very successful uh, arrangement, but at some point it was too emotionally taxing for me. And this was in December, I can't even tell you that. And I think I was like, I was 44 at the time, or I, yeah, I was just about getting 45. And um, I missed him. And in the meantime, uh, there was um, another Cocker Spaniel puppy running around on the street with an owner who was totally irresponsible. I'm talking about the middle, very middle of a big city. He never had a leash on. He was running around between the cars. And I would see him and I would have, I would freak out. I would have like a heart attack just from looking at him and seeing how irresponsible the owner was. He said, uh, of course, we knew each other because I, I loved the puppy. It was a new dog, yeah, and he was a Cocker Spaniel. And uh, I told him, like, why didn't, no, 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 I don't put him on a leash. I want him to be wild. I want him to be free. I said, but you don't live in the countryside. You live in the center of the city. To make a long story short, around that time, I had a um, short relationship with a guy that I was kind of interested in. And then came the big question, uh, because my, one of my best friends gave birth. And I was the one who delivered the baby. I was the one who was with her in the delivery room. Yeah, Lisa, this one is for you. For 36 hours, we were in labor. I cut the umbilical cord. So I felt like I'm the father of that baby. So my hormones were going crazy. It's really interesting because I, I, I've never been pregnant. I didn't know what it feels like. And I was so attached to that baby like it was mine. Now, this is a good friend of mine. She's like my sister. Uh, for many years, more than 30 years, I know her. And there is this baby and I'm attached to her and my hormones are going crazy. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby, but I want to have a baby without getting pregnant and without giving birth. So that was kind of a challenge. And I realized that I am in an emotional, I don't even know how to say it, storm. Yes, that it's not me. This is just way too, uh, it was too confusing. It was too emotionally uh, unstable, Yeah. So I had a conversation with myself and I said, you know what, Sita, if you want to have a baby in six months, if you still want to have a baby in six months, you will go and get one. You will go to a sperm bank. One of my previous customers was running a sperm bank. You will have everything you need. It's not a problem. But for now, just chill. Calm down a little bit. Just, yeah, calm down a little bit. And then I met this guy that I told you about and I was like, Okay, what I'm asking for, what is it I'm asking for? I want somebody to love me. I'm looking for love. I'm looking for, yes, I'm looking for a connection. And um, it didn't work out. And my friend had already, the baby was already uh, two months. And I was like, all right, I'm in the process. Let's see what happens. So I get a phone call. It was a holiday in October. At the end of October, I can tell you the exact date, 29 of October, in uh, 2000 and <laughs> it was six years ago, seven years ago. Oh, seven years ago. And um, I got a phone call from the owner of that Cocker Spaniel puppy that was running around on the street all the time. He is a constructor worker and the dog, yeah, the, he was doing some work in one of the buildings next door to me. He lived in the neighborhood. And um, 
The dog kept on running up to my roof. He used to come up to play with me and then he went out. So he knew me. I liked him. He knew me. So the owner also knew that the dog knows me and the dog likes me. And we're talking about the dog. His name is Louis, by the way. That's his name. He was already a year and a half. All his life wild, no leash, no vaccines, no chips, nothing. Just a wild dog in the center of the city. So I get a phone call from the owner. He says, look, the, god, the dog um, got lost. Of course he got lost because he always opened the door for him and let him walk himself. He let him run around. And he was a year and a half. He was starting to be, uh, you know, mature sexually. He's a male. He's intact. He's not neutered. So he was wandering around. And he calls me. He said, look, they found the dog. I had to move back to my mom, who has asthma. So the doctor recommended to remove the dog from the house because her condition really worsened day by day from the moment the dog entered the house. So he said, the dog ran away, somebody caught him, he's in the dog park, do you want him? And I'm like, do I want him? Okay, what are we talking about? Am I ready to make a commitment of actually owning a dog? Not just dog sitting, not just having fun once a week, or when the previous owner of Franklin, when he went for this kind of vacations or whatsoever, but actually making the commitment to something, a living being that totally depends on me. And I had like one second to think and I said, okay, I'm going to pick him up. So I took the old leash of Franklin, the previous Cocker Spaniel. I walked down to the dog park. I collected the dog and the rest is history. Okay. He's amazing. He arrived to my roof. Okay. And I promised him a garden. I promised him a garden because this dog has been wild all his life. He's been running around crazy all his life. He needs to dig. He needs to chase the cats. He needs to be active. He's not a sit, sit on the couch kind of a dog. Yeah. So I promised him a garden. And this was already at the end of October. So it was the beginning, uh, almost the beginning of winter. In three months time, we left the big city. And we moved to a smaller city nearby where I had a big garden, cats to chase, and uh, all the facilities an active young Cocker Spaniel could ask for. Well, I never neutered him. He's intact. I didn't have the heart. I just, I didn't have the heart. But the amazing thing is that instead of having a baby, my soul apparently chose to have a dog. Because I was in that limbo, I was in that emotional turmoil when my friend, my best friend gave birth and I really wanted to have a baby. And then I met this guy and I was like, I want love. And then I was like, all right, so let's just think about it. Are you sure you want to have a baby? And here comes a present. Do you want the dog? And I was like, okay, let's do it. The first commitment in my life. Don't laugh at me. I'm absolutely serious. The first commitment I made in my life is to this dog. So we moved out of the city and uh, I had a lot of teaching work at the time. I was working. I could teach all day. I was going from place to place. I had a lot of customers, a lot of companies. And I 
reorganized my whole business because of the dog, because I was like, all right, look, he is my responsibility. I am committed to this creature to give him the best life ever, which means that I'm going to take him out in the morning. I'm going to come home at lunchtime, take him out, spend some time with him. Also take him out, of course, in the evening and at night. But the idea was really to split my day and rearrange, reorganize my work schedule so I will be able to spend time with him also lunchtime and he won't be at home alone for many, many, many hours. Okay, so we did that. Even though I had to travel, even though I had to turn down some customers, we had a very strong emotional relationship, connection uh, with this creature quite from the beginning. Um, I think he chose me. It's not that I chose him. It's like he chose me when he started to come to my place and play on my roof. He chose me. So on and on, at the end of the day, I reorganized and rebuilt my whole teaching business so I can work from home. So I can spend time with the creature. He's not alone, that he can have his mommy, yeah? that uh, we can go on long walks. We used to walk four or five kilometers every day. Now that we relocated, I live at the ed of, edge of the village and I'm very close to the beach. So I have a 10 meter leash and in 10 minutes, he runs as much as he used to run in half an hour back in the city. So there's a lot more action happening here. So the bottom line, he changed my life. He made me a better person. He made me committed. He made me grounded. He made me a responsible person. I have something, a creature that completely depends on me. I was a free spirit. There was no such thing as a commitment. Today I was here, tomorrow I was there. Yeah, you can go away. You can do whatever you want. Nobody tells you what to do. Nobody tells you when to come home. Nobody tells you anything. I'm a free person. I love my independence. And I decided that I'm giving him the best life that I'm capable of. And in the process, he made me a much better person. As I said, I'm responsible. I'm committed. I'm more grounded. I run my business. I can't even compare it like the way I used to. I reconstructed everything. Uh, also here, when we relocated, it was my choice to, it was my number one priority that my dog will have the right environment for him. So if you even think about, consider having a dog, it's not just that he's amazing and he's all these lovey-dovey cuddle boy, yeah, floppy ears, but he's also a dog with a temperament. He has a character. He's intact. He's not neutered. He has a character, but he's all love. And I couldn't ask for a better companion. Somebody you talk to, somebody who understands that it's like amazing how much he understands, how intelligent they are, how sensitive they are, how it's, it's amazing. It's really amazing creatures. So if you ever think about, hesitate, consider what having a dog can give you beyond 
the fluffy ears and the, the cuddling and so on and so on. It also makes you, especially in my case, yes, it makes you a responsible, grounded, grown-up. I have a child. His name is Louis and he's a Cocker Spaniel. It was a pleasure and I hope to talk to you next time again.